0: All right. Are you ready, class, for tonight? I want to go to the lesson for tonight. I I want to deal with, as we talk about multiply and the year to multiply, I want to deal with the topic, um, I need to make room for more. (laughs) Man, this is a declaration and not just a topic, okay? Everybody put it in chat right now. I need to make room for more. Say out of your mouth, I want to hear you say it. Come on. I need to make room for more. Adrian and you and all of you that are watching, I need to make room for more. That is tonight's topic. Do y'all hear me tonight? So let's jump into this. God, listen. Here's what I want you to know. You cannot add. To something that is already full. <laughs> Do y'all hear me, man? You, you cannot add to something that is already full, okay? Uh, 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 I know it's simple, but if you are crying out for more of God, the only way to have more of God is to have less of you. Do y'all hear me? There's no way to add to you if you're already full of you. So there is no need for you to cry out, God, give me more. Give me more. Because the only way to get more of God is to have less of you. Because you cannot add to something that is already full. Hmm. If you are already full, there's no way for God to add anything unto you. And so you are asking God to to send you more for nothing. And as you ask God to send you more, he's sitting there waiting on you to get rid of what's already in there so he can add in the more. Hear me, child of God. This is not in my notes. But God does not compete. Do y'all hear me tonight? God does not compete. You know what God does? He waits. (laughs) Put in chat real quickly. God does not compete. He waits. You know what God does? God is not going to compete for your attention. God God is not going to compete for you for your love. God is going to love you and God is going to wait on you to get to the point to where you realize that you need more of God than you need anything else. Hallelujah. <laughs> Let's make a declaration tonight. I need more of God than I need anything else. And so God would not compete for your attention and compete for your love and compete for your space. God will just wait on you to get the revelation that you need to have less of you. Uh-huh. God is waiting on you. The more that you need is right there. Hear me, child of God. The more of God is already ordained and assigned to your life. Hear me, more is already assigned to you. God is always wanting to pour out more of himself. But the only way that you can get more is that you make room. Mm -hmm. That's why the lesson tonight is I need to make room for more, not just asking God for more, not just uh, 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 praying, God, give me more, give me more. Before God can pour anything in to your full cup, you've got to empty out what's in the cup. You've got to empty out yourself. You have to empty out you. Do y'all hear me tonight? God does not compete. He waits. God is waiting on you. I'm talking to somebody tonight, and I'm particularly talking to you. God is waiting on you. Now, here's what's important. I want you to never forget this. There is more in less. There is more in less. God has given the revelation that you could have more by having less. (laughs) There is more in less. Here's what I want to show you. Um, If you spend less, you will have more. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Some of y'all saying, well, God, I need more money. Lord, send me more money. Your problem may not be the need for more money. Your problem is the need for less spending. See, that's two different things. Because if you spend less, you will have more. You, you may not have a money problem. You might have a spending problem. <laughs> Don't raise your hand. Don't you raise your hand in chat to, to say that, Pastor, I might have a spending problem. Lord, Jesus help me. You know. And if you do, go ahead and repent right now. Because, because you've been asking for God to fill you up with more, but more is just going to add to your spending problem. What you need to do is spend less. I guarantee everybody on this phone, everybody on the computer, everybody that's watching and listening right now, including myself, I can find ways that you can spend less to have more. My God, because there is more in less. Hear me, if you fuss less, you will have more peace (laughs) because there is more in less. Mm-hmm. If, if if you argue less you have some more peace mm-hmm. can I share this with some people out here if you sleep a little less you might be able to get more done <laughs> because there is more in less so what I've got to do is evaluate my situation if I need to make room for more then there's a part of more that involves me doing something less so I can have more. Take 15 seconds right now and evaluate where you can do less in order to have more. You don't need to have that impossible burger or that burger whopper from Burger King every day for lunch. You need to make you some chicken at home and take that with you to work. Stop going out to eat every day. You know what I mean? <laughs> Come on, somebody. You bought the groceries. Cook it, sister. Cook it, brother, because I'm trying to help you get more out of less. You need to make room for more. Now, listen, let's go to our next point here. In order to gain, and we're, we're almost there. We're not going to be long tonight. In order to gain, you have to give up something. Mm-hmm. In order to gain, you've got to give up something. There is no way for you to gain without you giving up something. Everybody wants the more of God, but everybody wants to hold on to what all they have. God doesn't work like that. If you want more and if you want to operate in this season of multiply, that you got to be willing to give up. You got to be willing to give up some things in order for you to gain. Hallelujah, everybody. Let's go to the Word of God. I'm going to show you this. St. John chapter 12. St. John chapter 12. Let's look at verse 23 through 26. And Jesus answered them, saying, The hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Now, what's going to happen? the son of man is going to be glorified. So we're thinking that, oh, the son of man is going to be glorified. That sounds good. He's about to go up. He's about to uh, 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 go higher. But here's what he says. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except the corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. Oh my God, what are you talking about? I thought the son of man was about to be glorified. I thought he was going upward. And here it is. He's talking about in in being glorified, the next verse talks about dying. (laughs) Because he's saying there is no glory unless you first of all be buried and die out to those things that involve yourself. Those things that involve you, those things that are, wrapped up in who you are, you first of all must fall to the ground and get rid of those things so that what is in you can come out and there can be much fruit. See, the power of the seed is inside the seed, but the seed has to go into the ground in order for it to be broken, in order for the seed to actually die in the ground. Do you know that when you plant something, the seed actually dies in the ground? It no longer becomes seed. In order for the seed to become fruit, it has to die to be in seed so that it can bear and become much fruit. Oh, my God. The seed dies in the process of being buried in the ground. And when it dies, it comes back forth, not as fruit. Not as seed again, but it comes forth as fruit. Oh, my God, Jesus. Do y'all hear me in the house tonight? Man, man listen, in order for you to gain, you got to, first of all, be planted and die to who you are now in order to transition into what God has for you in the more. In order for God to give you more, you have to die out to what you are now so that you can become the blessed fruit of God. So that you can bear fruit in God, you have to die out as the seed. You can no longer be who you are and still gain God. Because something has to be given up. Come on, somebody. In order for you to gain, something has to be given up. Let's go back to the scripture. Let's go back to the scripture. It says here in verse 25: he says, He that loveth his life shall lose it. And he that hateth his life in this world shall keep it unto life eternal. You hate it enough to give it up. In order for me to get more God, I have to lose out me. I have to lose me in order to get Him. All right. He that loveth his life shall lose it, and he that hateth his life shall keep it unto life eternal. Some of y'all trying to hold on to yourself so much. Y'all love yourselves, man. Good gracious. We love ourselves but guess what? It is that you that's in you that's hindering you. (laughs) I preached that a little while ago. You've gotta be willing to lose you so that you can gain life eternal. Last verse here, if any man serve me, let him do what? Follow me and where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. He said, you got to serve me, though. And what is a serve? person that serves is a servant, which means that a person that is a servant is no longer doing what they want to do. If you are a servant, you are doing what somebody else wants you to do. You are giving up what your desires are in order to take on the desires of somebody else. That's what a servant does. When, when a person serves you in the restaurant, they ask you, sir, what do you want? <laughs> they, they, they don't bring you out whatever they want you to have. You don't sit down at Olive Garden and, and, and say, OK, server, bring me whatever you think I should have today. <laughs> you say, no, no, no. The server says, what do you want me to bring you? What do you desire today? What do you like to drink? What do you want to eat today? Do y'all hear me in the spirit realm? When you are serving Jesus and you are serving God, you are asking God, God, what do you want from me today? <laughs> Raise your hand. Come on. Put it in chat real quick. God, what do you want from me today? That's, that's how you follow. That's how you serve God. You say, You say, God, what do you desire for me to say today? What do you desire for me to do for my neighbor? What do you desire to me do, do, to do for my husband? How do I operate with these children? God, what is your desire? Your will be done. Your kingdom come. Come on, somebody. A servant takes on the desires of the other person. And so in order for me to make room for more, I've got to give up who I am and give up what I'm doing so I can serve God to have God to glorify and honor what I'm doing. God will honor those that serve him. Amen. All right. Now let's go to the next point here. There is no increase without release. Oh my God. I hope you stayed long enough in this message. I hope you're not distracted right now because I want you to hear this. There is no increase without release. (laughs) there, there is no increase without release. Mm -hmm. Let's go to the word of God. Come on. Let that soak into your word. Let that soak into your heart. Uh, Let's go to Galatians 6, verse 7 through 9. Uh, Be not deceived. Galatians 6, verse 7 through 9. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth Whatever he releases, that shall he also reap, increases. Okay, you're sowing again. We talked about farming even on Sunday's message. And we talked about farming in the last scripture. And so here it is. This farming concept is still going on. God is saying, God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth, whatever he releases, that shall he also increase by. Okay, for he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap, we shall increase, if we faint not. <laughs> Do you hear me, child of God? The Bible has given us a concept of releasing and increasing, Okay. Everybody wants to increase, but nobody wants to release. You know what I mean? I can check uh, 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 the bank account right now and see that there are people who have been increasing by the word of God to the everyday church. But everybody who's increasing is not releasing their tithe and their offering back into the ministry that's increasing them. Come on, somebody. That It, it don't even sound right to say it. It don't even sound right that you are trying to increase without release. You know, uh, 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 I love it when people put messages in their giving and say uh, online, and they say, this is for the word I received. Well, this is because I was blessed. This is because of what I gained from the word. That's because that person understands that there is no increase without release. You must sow in order to grow. You, you, you must You must sow in order to reap. And so before I can gain more, and as I make room for more, I'm sowing. Oh my God, oh my God. This is your year to sow like you've never sown before. Because this is your year to grow like you've never grown before. If you are expecting growth, you have to sow, okay? Wherever, wherever you are expecting growth, you have to sow into that. You have to sow in the place where you want growth. All right. Um, How many of y'all want growth in your relationships? Raise your hand real quick. I want growth in my marriage. I want growth in my children. Raise your hand. I want growth. Wherever you want to grow, you have to sow. Okay. So, so I can't get, I can't get a better relationship with my wife. If I don't sow time, money, and love, and myself into my wife, if I don't sow my my heart, if I don't sow my money, if I don't sow my time, then I will never reap anything from her. Come on, somebody. Your your children are crying out for your attention because they need you to sow into them so that they can grow and your relationship can grow with them. Come on, somebody. Cause I'm gonna tell you, when graduations come and they get older, it's too late to be trying to sew. <laughs> Sometimes it's too late because because the they they have already grown without you. And, and if and if and if people grow without you, it's hard for them to accept you because their ground has already been sold without you, and they've already grown without you, and now they feel like they don't need you. <laughs> because I got here without you. So it's hard to come into children's life later and try to sow something because I've already grown without you. So when when they're smaller and when they're formidable, that's when you have to sow so that you can grow. I'm not telling y'all not to try, even even if you've messed up in the past. I'm I'm never telling you not to try with your children when they get older, but I'm telling you that wherever you want to grow, you got to show in that place. Do y'all hear me? All right. If you if you wanna if you want better grades in school, if you want better grades in your education, raise your hand. I want better grades. I, I, I want better credit. I want better. Whatever whatever it is, you gotta release. Because there is no increase without release. All right. Let's get out of here. There are three areas, okay? That I need to make room in. There are three areas I need to make room in. Write these down, and we'll be done for Bible study. There are three areas where I need to make room, okay? The whole lesson tonight is I need to make room for more. And there are three areas where I need to make room in. Number one, I need to make room in my head, in my thoughts. Number two, I need to make room in my home. Hallelujah. Number three, I need to make room in my heart. Do y'all hear me? Number one, I need to make room in my head. Number two, I need to make room in my home. Number three, I need to make room in my heart. All right. Put that in chat real quickly. I need to make room in my head, in my home, and in my heart. Amen, everybody. All right. Let's deal with this and then we'll be ready to go. Psalms chapter one. Let's start with the head. I need to make room <clears throat> in my head. All right. Psalms chapter one. In verse one, it says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. You know why? Because this man is already hearing and listening to other people and other things, and so his life is full. And I told you that you cannot add to anything that's already full. Because if you walk with somebody, you're listening to what they're talking about. And what they are saying is going into your ear and filling up your head with that foolishness. And the crazy thing is, you are listening to the counsel of the ungodly. Let me tell you something. If you see yourself doing some foolishness, you need to watch out who's advising you. Mm, mm. And, and let, me tell, let me share something with you. all If somebody tell you to do something and it don't work one or two or 10 or, or 3,000 times, you need to stop taking counsel from that person. <laughs> I'm going to give you all a word. Lift your hands right now. I'm going to give everybody a word right now. Change your counselors, okay? Change the people that you're listening to because that's who is guiding your head and and controlling your life. Change the people that you're listening to. If you've been giving me advice all these years and I ain't changed no, no kind of way, and my life is still stacked and I'm still broke and I'm still the same, I need some more advisors. Let's go back to the scriptures. All right, it says, Blessed the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, doth he do what? Meditate day and night. Do y'all hear me? He meditates in his mind, in his head, in his thoughts. So here's how I'm making room in my head. I'm getting rid of counsel from the ungodly. I'm getting rid of advice from friends and family that are not in the position of righteousness. And I am making room in my head by meditating on the word of God. Now, (laughs) why is the word of God important? Because you are led by what you are listening to. Y'all write that down in your notepad real quickly. We got to move. Write it down. You are led by what you are listening to. I'm telling you, you can always trace what you're doing to what you're hearing. Oh my God. We ain't going to shout tonight. I'm just talking tonight, okay? I'm going to preach again on Sunday, but I'm just talking tonight. You can always trace what you are doing to what you are hearing. So if, if your hearing is off, then your doing will be off. My God, Jesus. So child of God, you have to watch what you're listening to. I said, watch what you're listening to. Watch what you're hearing that's going into your head. And you got to put more word into your mind, into your thoughts into your concepts and your perception of life, you have to meditate more on the word of God. All right. Put in your notes, meditate more. I got to make room for more and I got to meditate more on the word of God. All right. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to the home. Let's go to the home. Number two, I got to make room in my home. All right. I thought about this. Your home is a direct reflection of who you are. Hear me. Your home is a direct reflection of who you are. Your home looks just like you. <laughs> like you can you can fake with other people about who you are. Like there's a there's a presentation that we give to people on the outside. But where you live is who you are. And so if your home is filled with clutter, then your heart and your life is full with clutter. If if let me share something with you, if all of your rooms that everybody can see are really nice, but your closet is really messed up, that means that you don't mind showing people your best and but you live in the worst. <laughs> you you are a person that keeps secrets. You are a person that stores things. Like if if your bed is made up really nice and nicely, but underneath your bed you got trash bags, books, all kind of socks, dirt, toenails. Oh God, we don't know. We don't know what's under your bed. If you're afraid to go under your bed. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, then your life is the same way. There's stuff all in you that's that's messed up, man. And so you got to clean your home because you want that to reflect who you really are. Come on, somebody. Mm. And, 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 and it's important. I, I'm going to share something with y'all because we're going to talk about the, the virtuous woman real quickly. Uh, and you can go into the scripture, uh, Markel, if you want to, Proverbs 31. Um, I thought about um, who represents uh, 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 a clean person. And I thought about that virtuous woman. You know, you you can pull that scripture up. Uh, It says she looketh well to the ways of her household. Man, I can stop right there. A virtuous woman. Now, here's what I want to share with you. The Bible talks about a virtuous woman, not a virtuous wife but this virtuous woman makes a virtuous wife. This virtuous woman makes a wonderful wife. (laughs) It doesn't say a virtuous mother, but this virtuous mother, this virtuous woman makes a, a wonderful mother. It doesn't say a virtuous business person, but this virtuous woman makes an awesome business person. You read it for yourselves. Come on somebody. So let's go back to it. It says this woman, she looketh well to the ways of her household. Man, y'all better hear me. Her house is clean. Mark, Mark. put it back on me real quick. Put it back on me real quick. Sisters, I'm going to give y'all a word from God right now. I want y'all to never forget what PA, what Pastor AJ is about to tell you right now. I don't care how much a man loves you. And I don't care how pretty you are. Don't know man. Want a nasty woman. Sisters, y'all better shout hallelujah up in this house. And brothers, y'all better give me a pat on the back and say, amen, pastor. I don't care how cute you are. I don't care how long your lace front is. There is no man alive that wants a nasty woman. (laughs) Y'all better hear me. Because, because, because people God requires cleanliness. A man is looking for a woman that is clean. Do y'all hear me? Clean it up, ladies. Clean it up. And brothers, you too. But I'm telling y'all right now, don't be the woman that that is cute, that's doing her thing on the outside, but yet her house is dirty. If you are in that category right now, I'm commanding you by God. I want you to clean this week. I want you to clean when you get off the phone. And I want you to start room by room because your home is a reflection of your heart. Your home is a reflection of who you are. Go back to the scripture real quickly, Markell, that same scripture. She looketh well to the ways of her household and eateth not the bread of idleness. She's not lazy. She's not idle. She's not waiting on somebody else to wash her dishes. She is not waiting on somebody else to sweep her floor. Her children arise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her, hallelujah. Can I take a few seconds, real quickly y'all, and praise my wife, thank you baby, because my wife is not one of those women, she is not nasty, my wife is very clean, those that have been over my house, you know, I'm not lying, My, my, my wife is virtuous, when it comes down to this house my wife's make sure that this thing is well kept amen all right i want to praise her publicly and i and i thank her so often sometimes i go over other people's houses i come back home and i say baby thank you okay i got to finish preaching all right clean your house because you got to make room for more hallelujah Verse, uh, the next one, uh, chapter number three, your heart got to be clean. How do I make room for more? My heart has to be clean, okay? Your heart is not big enough for you and God. Did y'all hear what I just said? Your heart is not big enough for you and God. So <laughs> you got to choose, your heart has to choose whether. It's going to be either you or God in there. And I told you, God does not compete. So you have to make room in your heart for God to come in. Because there is not enough room in your heart. It ain't big enough for you and God. Oh, my God, Jesus. You need to make room for more. You need to make room for more of God in your heart. Let's go to Acts, and this is our last verse here. Acts chapter 2, verse 36 through 38, and we'll be done. This is the day of Pentecost. And this is Peter preaching to the audience that was there, of all types of Jews from all over. And Peter was preaching about the crucifixion and how they crucified Jesus, and they were pricked in their heart. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly, That God have made that same Jesus whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. That's the end of his message. He says, now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? They asked the question, what should we do now? Then Peter said unto them, he says, repent. What is repent? Repentance is making room in my heart for God. (laughs) Uh, I'm closing, y'all. What is repentance? Repentance is when I move out me so I can have more of God. Repentance is when I empty out who I am so I can receive who God is. Repentance is when I reject me in order to accept God. Do y'all hear me? Repentance is when I reject me so I can accept God. If I'm going to make room for God, I've got to get rid of that me that's in my heart so God can be put into my heart. Amen, everybody. Let me get out of here. Let's go back to the scripture. He said, repent. And then he says what? And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of of you. I mean, remission of sins. What does remission mean? It comes from the Latin word, remitto, R-E-M-I-T-T-O. Remitto, which means to remove. So when it says for the remission of sins, it means a remission of my old self. People saying baptism is not important. Whether it's COVID-19 or COVID-20, it doesn't matter. Baptism is still mandatory. It is still important for the salvation process. It is not a part of it. It is essential. It is a necessity. It is not just something that's good to do. Baptism is a part of the process that God uses to remove. It represents God removing the sin by being washed in that water, by plunging beneath the water. It represents the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. When you take on baptism, you identify yourself with Jesus dying on the cross, with him being buried in the grave, and him rising up three days later. For my salvation. So we've got to make sure that we are baptized for the removal. And what is removal? It's, it's making room. Repentance is making room. Baptism is making room. What is it making for? Go back to the scripture. What is it making room for? Let's hit the scripture here. What is it making room for? It's making room. It says, and ye shall do what? Receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Pastor Adrian, how do I receive the Holy Ghost? I make room for God by repenting and being baptized in his name for the remission of sins so that I can make room to receive the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Let's not make this thing complicated. Baptism and repentance precedes me receiving. Because in order for me to gain, I've got to, first of all, give up something. <laughs> in order for me to increase, i got to, first of all, release. How do I release in God? I repent. I change my heart. I change my repentance. is a change of mind. is a change of heart. I change my thought process. I'm changing where I'm going, my, my destination and I'm going towards salvation. Mm -hmm. And then I'm baptized in the water in Jesus name for the remission, the removal of that sin so that I can make room for God and God can pour in himself and I can receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I need to make room in three areas. You need to make room in your head. You've been thinking, you've been listening to the wrong things and therefore doing the wrong things and so therefore you got to change what's going on in your head. I got to I got to make room in my home. I need to clean out things and I need to be more virtuous in my the way I operate in my home. The way I operate within my family, I need to make room. And number 3, I need to make room in my heart. And some of y'all saying, well, I already got the Holy Ghost, but some of y'all still need to repent for some new stuff. <laughs> you got the Holy Ghost five years ago. You got the Holy Ghost 27 years ago. You got the Holy Ghost last year. You got the Holy Ghost 15 years ago. But guess what? You got some new stuff you need to repent for. Hallelujah. Go ahead and confess openly right now. Put on chat. I got some new stuff. <laughs> I got to take to God. I got some new stuff that God need to hear from me about. because. I want to make room for more. Hallelujah. What time is it for you in your life? It is time for you to make room for more in your head, your home, and your heart. Hallelujah. Man, do y'all receive the word of God tonight? Come on, let's praise God tonight. Come on, let's praise God tonight for the word. The word tonight is, I need to make room for more. I pray God has blessed you. I pray that God has given you a word that is directly connected to where you are right now. I pray that you have heard and received the word of Christ. And my desire for you is that you join us on this Jesus journey and that you get closer and closer to God. That you get what you need from God. That you are saved by his grace, that you you fall in love with Jesus until you can just obey him and follow him the rest of your life. My desire is that you get closer and closer to Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. And the closer you get to Jesus, the more he can touch you and deal with you and handle you and bless you and keep you and and, and manipulate your situations for his glory. Hallelujah. I want you to get so close to where you are in him and he is in you through the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. If you need prayer tonight, if you uh, need to receive the Holy Ghost, if you want to hear more about salvation, I want you to call the number 833-247-8326. Our prayer team is available. Uh, we will make sure we contact you back if we need to, um, but we will you will hear from us um, at 833-247-8326. Make sure you call that number. If you need prayer, if you need to submit your prayer request, our global prayer team will be praying for you. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ, we're going to be fasting at the end of this month. I'll give out more information um, at, at another service about our fasting for the last seven days of, of January. And actually we're going to be fasting the last seven days of every month. Okay. Some people are just doing fast in the beginning of the year and that's good. And I want you to kick off the year, whatever you're, you know, whatever you're doing to fast and consecrate this month, that's fine. But, but the way God is leading me for this ministry is that we need to stay consecrated. And so we're going to take 2021 and the last seven days of every month in this year, we're going to be fasting. So watch on Facebook, follow us on YouTube Um, And we will be giving out more information on uh, our fasting for the end of this month. Okay, listen, don't forget Sunday is um, our good news game for our kids. And we do have the word of God is going to be on YouTube live and Facebook live at 6 p.m. Purged for progress. Don't forget to hear that word on Sunday. Listen, I want you to give tonight everybody who has grown or increased by the word of God tonight wherever you hear the word of God, you must give, okay? When I'm traveling through Facebook and I hear a word from God, I give to those ministries, okay? So I want you to give tonight. You know, ministry takes money, period. I don't care what anybody tells you, it takes money to do ministry. And just because we're online does not mean that we do not have responsibilities. We do have responsibilities and we wanna be able to do more of this. So I need your help tonight. Everybody, go online to the everydaychurch.org. You can give online. You can also text to give. You can text the word give to three, three, six, nine, four, eight, eleven forty four. And you can also cash out, uh the dollar sign, the everyday church. Everybody give, you know, 10, 20, 100, 100,000, 1, a thousand. There are people on this line that can give thousands. Do it tonight. If the Lord has blessed you, do it tonight. OK, I want everybody to give something tonight. Pick up your phone after we leave here or even do it now and go ahead and give because that's what God desires for those that hear the word of God. You you re- you increase. And so you also release. Amen. On behalf of my wife, um, uh, First Lady Alicia Wright, my daughters, Adriana and Peyton and myself, the entire everyday church ministry. Man, we are excited about what God is doing for you. And God bless you as our prayer. Please also note that our teen conference is coming March 5th through the 8th. It's going to be phenomenal, y'all. Make sure you tune in for our teen um, conference. That's going to be March 5th through the 8th. Next week, Wednesday, we're also going to be doing our growth groups. And I want you to be a part of our teen growth group, our men's growth group, our women's growth group. Um, And we're going to also be implementing the week after that our single parent growth groups. Man, God is blessing us and we're growing. I want you to be a part. If you have not been a part of a church for a while, if you are not a member of a church, thank you. That's our single parents growth group. Uh, that's coming up uh, on the 20th of this month as well. Um, if you are not a part of a church, I want you, and you're not connected anywhere, or you want to be a part of what we're doing, period, I want you to go online to the everydaychurch.org And I want you to become an online member with us. All right. All right. God bless you. We're gone, y'all. We're done. God bless you is our prayer. Enjoy your evening. And we thank God for you in Jesus' name.